Hi, this is Robin. And this is Karen. Today, we're going to talk about something different, right, Robin? Sure. I think we're just going to turn it inside out and talk about some questions I had, you know, after watching some anime with Itsukaya themes. I'm curious to think, to wonder, Robin, if you were reborn with all your memories intact, what are some of the things you would change about your life as as you progress through your life again, like a repeat of your life from the start. Obviously, there's some things you can't change, like, you know, you're, where you're born, who your parents are, who your siblings are. But, you know, knowing what you know right now, what are some of the things that you might change about yourself? Uh, this sounds like a silly optimization problem to begin with. Like, that's that will be the simple talk where just like, okay, just get rich first and then, like, figure out and, like, live a luxurious life and things like that, right? But... That, that's that's too simple okay so what i have a question about is what do i know how i was reborn like is it this exact path that like somewhere along the lines i met like some random dude that was like you know what you're gonna relive your life with all your memories intact like if that's like is that the case here in this scenario yeah sure this is all hypothetical scenario we can also answer the other side of it uh, okay, assuming that if I do everything the exact same, I'll meet the guy again, then I would live my life exactly the way it is, then just in the meantime, while I like, re-experience my life, because I enjoyed my life, you know, it's, it's gotten me this far, and it's been a rather pleasant life. I've had a good amount of experiences that I enjoy and look back upon, but this will just increase the amount of time that I could be thinking and thinking doing other things, right? Because I've already done certain things in between. But reliving the experiences I've shared with all my friends and family, that would be wonderful, you know? Doing that indefinitely would be great. Why? What, what about yourself? No, well, before I get into it, me, I, I still have more questions. So, like, you wouldn't change anything in terms of how, like, every person has strengths and weaknesses. You wouldn't change, like, how you would focus on more of your weaknesses or focus more on your strength. You wouldn't change anything regarding, like, some of the events that transpire, like, big events that transpired in your life. Like, you know, where you went to college, or where did you accept your first job, and stuff like that. I think if, for at least the first rerun of this, right, like, for the first run, I would do exactly the same. To see if you ended up exactly in the same scenario where you could restart it again? Exactly. I would try doing that to just to see if it works out, you know? Because that's a higher payout in the sense, like, I could rerun it again, right? And then try other things at various runs. So I would run N definite times where it's, like, N up to the point at which I'm bored. Or, like, figure things out, right? And at that point, I guess I'll make certain tweaks and alterations, right? Like, having more wealth, you know, would be better. I probably would have bought Bitcoin, you know? <laughs> Bitcoin was just a couple of cents. And... You know, $1 worth of Bitcoin at that point, I could have probably at this point be like a multimillionaire without doing any real work. But if I'm allowed to bring my memories each time and they don't reset in any way, I think the accumulation of knowledge is just so indefinite that it would be helpful for just like, personally, I enjoy the pursuit of knowledge. I mean, if it has a cost to it that it just takes my time and my lifetimes, plural, I think that's a small price to pay to just keep on moving the edge a little bit, right? Yeah, no, that's interesting. And 
Yeah, so I've changed this uh, to an optimization problem. How do I accumulate yeah. knowledge? Oh my god! And how do I help society <laughs> I, with I, this knowledge? I really, and you also like just talk about accumulating wealth, and I'm just like, ah,、oh, that was definitely not one of my first thoughts when I was like, oh yeah, let me repeat my life. Oh, you want to accumulate new experiences?、Uh, okay.、Mm, I don't、that's, know about experiences. I think. Think, Or do you want to correct some of the mistakes of your life? Not that I just want to do something completely different. I think and see where that leads and where that ends up. I think about my career and my experiences, and I wonder, you know, if there was a way that I probably could have contributed back to society more. So, for example, becoming a doctor or doing something that's more like humanitarian aid or something like that. The question really comes down to, at the end of the day, that I, when you mention those things, is what are your values, right? Like it sounds like, if you get to relive your life, because of the values you have right now, you would want to help do those things instead of what you're doing right now. Is that is that the case? I don't know. I don't know if it's values or. Like doing those humanitarian things, or like being a doctor, you want to help lives and help. Actual people on like a day-to-day -day basis kind of thing, right? Whether that's through surgeries or just through like daily checkups or some kind of like outreach to better help individual lives that you can actually see be improved. Is that the case? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. It's not. It's not that. I, I don't think that that is an ingrained deep value of mine. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, that would be an interesting path that. I don't know what would have what would the me be be like. Okay, that's that's interesting. I'm just just wondering, would would there be any lives that you wouldn't want to live then, or would you want to try everything? Like, are there things that you would like? I definitely don't want to be like a janitor or something like that. No, I think that that would be totally fine. I think that profession would be something that would be curious. I think that I wouldn't want to do anything that harmed other people, like. Just, so you, you wouldn't be a bounty hunter. Let's let's say like you lived infinite lives, right? Like okay, you've lived through being a doctor. You lived through being a lawyer, a humanitarian. You lived through all these lives that you went through the list. Would you just like keep cycling through it, or would you like try different things eventually? You know. No idea. I think I think. Like let's say you're on life ten thousand at this point. Okay. Yeah. Like, at this point, you'd be like, I don't think I want to live any more lives, right? Would you, or would you want to be like, let me try being an assassin? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just be part of the CIA. Let's let's go undercover and like cause a coup in a third world country, or like make the downfall of like some random country, right? <laughs> would you Would you try those things? I feel like the me now wouldn't try it, but I think the me after ten thousand lives might try it, right? Because. Like we've read, we read these stories about these gods, right? And they're because they've lived so long and so many lives, they kind of get desensitized over so many different things. And I think that I don't think that I would be any different. I see, I see. I think that's a really like odd view of the world. It's a very human view of the world, right? Like if you lived only one lifetime and you want to experience everything, that's great. But I feel like if you are an immortal being, you would want to value life. Like you would never want to commit murder and those things because you see all life as immortal in your eyes, right? Any like making it finite and making every life worthless, I guess, is an angle that seems very human to me. 
because it's like we view animals as very inferior beings like in general right like ants we just ignore them or we kill them we don't really care right flies mosquitoes bugs and everything right and their lives are quite finite but i feel like an immortal being would value all life more so than a human would just because they know that all the experience you gain and garner and all the feelings you have they are worth something right they add to that person i mean even if their life is finite and they may or may not relive it over and over again, right? Yeah, I'm confused. That doesn't work in this scenario because you're reliving the same life. So I'm assuming you're going to not treat human life as precious because, well, you just see them in the next life, right? I think that really would distort would... your view on, on humanity and life. <laughs> that sounds so morbid. I, I don't think I would ever... Maybe it's a human part of me that's thinking that I would never commit those crimes, those heinous things, right? I, I think you can say that now, but I don't know if you can say that after like 10,000 times of reliving the same life. 10,000 lives later, I have become the master assassin. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. we can say all the things we want to say and the, the person that we want to become, but I think everything changes when you experience something that dramatic. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I guess it's it's because I'm not bored right now with my life. And I do similar things on a day-to-day -day basis. That In which if I were to do this for, you know, another 10 years or 100 years, I cannot yet see it being boring. So I, it's hard for me to tell if I would get bored of valuing human life. <laughs> Does that make sense? It does, but I think you're you're also like waiting that you have values that you don't think will change over the course of hundreds and thousands of years. That's true. I, I like that's a, I am assuming that there are morals that will not change, right? And maybe it is all in flux. Maybe it will change, right? Maybe it will. I mean, society the rules that society deems over the course of 50 years changes depending on whoever views it, right? Like, yeah. we've gone from a very conservative America to a very liberal America in the sense like of how women dress or women being able to vote just in less than, you know, 150 years, which pretty pretty big changes. We've gone from like being... Yeah, slavery a, is okay to slavery is absolutely horrid. There are so exactly, many things yeah. have changed across civilization that I think if you were born in a different time span, you would have been, you would have different morals. True. So, uh, yeah, maybe after experience, like, a few lifetimes would be, like, living through 300 or so human years, right? So maybe the same thing would happen to you, my thoughts and such, just like, oh, you know, human life is pretty futile. If, if I live like a million years or something, right? Right. And by then, you know, maybe the planet's all gone too. So, yeah. Well, uh, we're being reborn in the same yeah. years, right? So the planet will be exactly the same as we... So we restart the planet each lifetime, right? Yes. But what if you like just did something to create another atomic bomb in your basement or something like that? Oh, you could totally do that. But you'll always be born mm -hmm. in where you're always not dead. <laughs> Right, so you're fine. But you could always blow up the world every time if you wanted. Mm -hmm. You could, you might do that probably for like 10,000 runs, you know? If you run and have indefinite runs, yeah. Yeah, it's a possibility. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Like, yeah. otherwise, like, I, I don't think... I, it's weird to think about 
diluting your values in like all your values completely over millenniums just because there are certain rules that I feel like have been ingrained in humanity for like all of society like do not commit murder for example like I don't think there's any society that's ever been like yeah commit murder let's do it like I don't think that's been the case I don't think it's been the case either, but it's also one of those things where I think living so many lives might drive you insane. Oh, well, that's quite the possibility. Just because it's just a, so much information overload, and I don't know, to some point, you're just going to just, people are going to think maybe you're crazy. And I think it will be very difficult to say that you won't do xyz because of society values at this time because there are murderers in this society right true and they didn't grow up like intending to be murderers it wasn't their intention from the start that is true so i guess it's like just circumstantial outcomes things so maybe at a certain point you'll lose values because wait so if you, like, get really drunk in this scenario and, like, forget everything, do you forget everything for the next lifetime? Um, I don't know. Like, let's say you, like, really drink a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so, so you can reset everything, like, it, relative to yourself. So you can reset all your memories, right? Right. Maybe. I don't know if that's a good thing. If you could do that, I, would you be morally bound to reset yourself before you commit heinous crimes? I'm not sure. Like, let's say, like, looking from society's viewpoint of morality, right? I think you're supposed to reset. Like, just because, like, you should do no harm to society, right? But if you're living in a world where only you can be certain that you exist then the moralities and views of other people and society become moot eventually, right? Unless you reset yourself. And it depends on how long you've actually... I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, it depends on your morals, whether you would reset or not, right? And Because if you reset, you'll forget everything, and then you end up in that same loop. That's the end of it, right? But if you ever cross the line... To be able to commit acts of like heinous crimes, like genocide and things like that, then if you've reached that point, then you will eventually experience every possible life t- life outcome in your lifetimes, right? Essentially, at that point, you're like basically a god within your life. <laughs> yes, as where you sure. can kind of like know every single outcome of what anything you do or say. Yeah, this is like basically Groundhog Day. You like days, especially for just your whole life, repeated wherever you want. So you can pick up any skills. You can become the best surgeon in the world, yeah, or whatever. Is that is that true though? Like, do you believe that you will be capped in your skill set? In if you ran like through ten lives, it's just like okay, you know, you're as smart as you get. You only can accumulate so much knowledge because you start forgetting things. Yeah, yeah, I well, think I'm so. Not... I think so. Because, like, right now, there's there's tons of knowledge that I, I learned at some point, but I don't remember any of it, right? Yeah. 
right? That's why we have textbooks and things like that to help remind us, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have written things because no one person can remember everything. Right. Yeah. So it's like you could experience the best that you could experience, but you may not become a world-class anything, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and there's also obviously some things that you can't change. Like, I can't be a professional basketball player. That's Are you not, sure? That's maybe not. if you, like, spend 10,000 lives trying to figure out a way, maybe you'll figure out, you know? Maybe you could be like, okay, if I just, you know, get rid of everyone else that happens to be better at basketball than me, I could become a world-class basketball player. Yeah, I don't know if that's how it works, Robin. Ah, okay, okay. Maybe you could, like, change the rules of... Or maybe you create a new sport. How about that? Would you be satisfied with that? If I could create a new sport in our timeline, I think it would be really difficult. I, I mean, the last, like, five years, esports has become a thing. Whereas, you know, it wasn't ten years ago at all. Right. So, I feel like making a sport is actually within, like, reason if you have... You know, a lot of resources, which you could get because you have, you're omnipotent. You basically know every world event, right? All you got to do is remember one world event crisis that you could, you know, earn a lot of funds from, you know, whether that be like oil crisis or like the housing recession, or if that's like just Bitcoin going up or something, right? You basically have an outcome to be like, I want to create whatever. Yeah, definitely not on the top of my list of things I want to try to do. Really? No. I feel like creating an eSport would be like kind of fun. Or creating a video game. You know, mm -hmm. one outcome. Just be like, okay, I created this video game. Or got a, assembled a team to create a video game of sorts. That I mean, might be mm -hmm. fun. The creation I mean, I it, part. But I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I just rather just do the creation part. Ah. I well, don't need the funds. Well... To create something larger than something you could create yourself, right? You would need to. I would need. I just want enough funds to make, like, the startup work. Oh, the creation process itself, during the run of like going through all the troubles. Like, let's say, you knew every outcome, right? That means you know every outcome of every like meeting you would have, and whether that's like a good and you would be able to like push and renegotiate everything to the maximum of your benefit right would you change anything of that i'm not entirely sure i understand the question like if you could optimize everything then wouldn't you just try to optimize for whatever it is to be successful yeah exactly that's what i'm asking i guess but isn't the answer just yes but wouldn't like like what's the metric of success for a business or startup or anything right i guess i wouldn't it's i don't know the thing that i'm more hesitant around is like i just don't want to like start a life where i'm just like wealthy enough to like just not care about starting creating stuff does that make sense like i think oh, there's a drive yeah. for people to want to build stuff because they want to see it successful and not because they already have like a huge amount of wealth to it. Okay, so that means you're valuing the creation process and the struggles you go through? Yeah, more so than the, the success More so than it. the actual outcome? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I think that's actually like very um, noble. I think most people would agree, like engineers as well as like creatives, like 
artists in general, like, it's mostly about the process of how you get there versus, like, the final outcome. I mean, right. otherwise, right. you can't explain modern art at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I think regardless of the outcome, whether it's successful or not successful, I think the creation process, figuring out how to make that more enjoyable is probably... And I don't necessarily think it's enjoyable. Like, actually having struggles is part of the fun, too. Part of the fun. Okay. Um, like, like, I, I, I can it to... Would you optimize uh, for don't... as many struggles as possible, which you always will no. be victorious at the end of? I think it's almost like <laughs> a, a Dota game, for example. So, you don't... Some games where you stomp are not fun. Games where you are stomped are not fun. Games that drag on really long and you don't know who's going to win and somehow you magically pull off this last minute thing where it works out are really fun. Okay, so you want to have like a lifetime of or like several lifetimes of struggling where you get to the outcome at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um Interesting. That's an interesting way to perceive it. And then I would know that it was... And I also like the struggles to, like, contribute. Like, I don't know. I just always love stories where people are succeed through just a lot of hard work. Would that mean you would never relive the same life? Relive the same life. Like, you can't... If you were to do that, you can never optimize on any... Like, go back and rerun it and be like, oh, I could have made this successful if we had just done this other thing, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. How would just start something else? So every ex- lifetime you experience will have to have a whole new run with it. Like, you can't have any shared things. Like, you. with that said, you can't go to the same college each time, then. Or, like, at least with the same major. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. I mean, I'm not saying that Robin thinks in too much of like black and white. Like, I think like what you decide to do is very sometimes whimsical. There's not really a reason or I'm not trying to optimize my life, Robin. I'm just trying to relive it and seeing what kind of experiences happen. Okay. Wait, so you would try to, okay, just try the other. Hmm. I would go to the same university in one life, and then I'll decide not to go to the same university in another life. In another life, I'll be like, I'll try this instead. And, you know, some of those combinations would be repeats of things I had before. Some of those would be new experiences. I don't know. I don't think I've, I've really thought about how, if I wanted to, like, go down any, like, traverse the tree in any particular way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Is that really different than what you would do? You, you seem to want to be like, I'm going to do, like, Depth first search, and then yeah, kind of, and, and then just go back to the I other depth first search. The last event in my life, yeah. boom. I feel like that's what you want to do. I've tried every permutation. You know, if you live unlimited permutations in your life, you could try everything. You could be like, okay, this is bad. Yeah, I feel like that's a very logical way to go about it. Just like do a depth first search of of lives, and yeah, just experience all possible outcomes i i find that really boring but yeah what yeah okay i can see that being very boring i agree (laughs) i don't know there's something nice about not knowing sometimes the outcome of everything you know knowing the outcome okay haven't you ever been surprised before yeah there have been times where i've been surprised 
haven't you ever experienced something where you didn't know if you were going to essentially make something successful or not? Or whether or not, you know, you would complete a project or not, or whether or not something really good or lucky would happen? I guess I don't value the outcomes of things. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have, like, weigh them very highly. Like, whether something is successful or not I is just an outcome response. And if it's successful, it's great. If it's not, I mean, then we have something to learn from, right? So you do treat the experience as well as the journey just weigh those much more than the actual outcome. Did you trick me? Yes. Is this a trick? Yes. <laughs> absolutely a trick. I can't believe I actually got you to say these things. Because... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I personally just, yeah, I would try to optimize for success, you know? If there's, like, a shortcut, then, I mean, if there's a metric of success, I would try to optimize for it. But if there wasn't, if it's just about the experience, it's, at the end of, at the, end of the day, that's what it is, right? Because the thing that I think most people would consider is how do you optimize to reduce the number of regrets in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And the number of happy moments and things like that, right? Those are the key metrics people would probably think and imagine of how do I make a tree perfect to, in which I would want to relive that life over and over again, right? Right. I don't think there's one lifetime like that. I feel like you need variance, as you mentioned. You need to try different things and you need excitement to not know the outcome of certain things and have chance, right? Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like, because the way I play video games, right? Like, I might like, just keeps okay so before major events like if i'm doing like civilization playing by myself with against ai before i go to war with someone i just like save and then like if i end up having a really bad result of the war i might just reload from the start and be like never mind i can't believe that you you don't just amass like an insane army and be like completely op before you declare war no i I do that during (laughs) but like the thing is the thing is, sometimes even if you have an OP thing, it still loses. And you're like, wow, I messed something up. I see. I feel like I've I've always gone into war extremely cautiously. So the only time I reset is when I get like owned by like a barbarian at the beginning beginning of the Wow, you don't, you don't save and quick load? Oh my gosh. No, not that often. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because... I guess, like, I do that a lot. No, wait, not a lot. But when I was... Hmm, when did I do that a lot? I think I do it before, basically... Oh, no. I, I guess, like, it's during combats, which are very difficult. Like, when you put the difficulty level really high, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what outcome is going to lead to a success, right? But I know that if I mess up here, I, lose, I basically lose the game. Because... That's how good the AI is. Quote unquote, good the AI is. Like the ones where it's just like, oh, you're playing on Emperor or something, where it's just like they have 300 whatever percent resource management. Yeah, no. And you're just like, if you don't optimize, you basically just lose a game. Pretty much. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. On the, the easier modes where it's like a one to one, it's like, oh, I don't really care so much. Yeah. Because it's just super casual. And I like winning is great, but then like, it's not a big deal. It's just like part of the fun. Agreed. I don't know. I guess that's like the viewpoint. Like, would I consider my life like an easy mode or am I playing in like hardcore mode, right? That's a good question. 
are there any like key signs or ways to tell? I mean, I imagine if a scenario where you get to relive your life and you don't have any memories, that's hardcore mode. Because you have no legacy experience. Um, so that we're living in hardcore mode hard. then. I know. We have one lifetime. If you mess it up, you mess it up, basically. Yeah. But, yeah. No no quick reloads or saves. Yep. I mean, there might be, but we don't know. So, I mean, basically hardcore mode. Because like, once you have memories of being able to respawn or like relive anything, that's when it's like easy mode. It's casual. You can do inf infinite things. Sure. Yeah, but right now we have only one instance at which we had to think about what do we want to accomplish, and that's all we could do. Yep, and limited time, too. Yeah, so. and I mean, it depends on how you view things, right? Like, your successes, like, what do you value? That's true. And it, and how do you perceive the world? Whether, like, if, like, the way I like thinking about things is, am I helping society in the long run move better to the end goals that I would like to see humanity have, even if it's not within my lifetime, right? right. Like, certain things I'd like to see is, like, humanity going through the stars, you know, going to explore other planets. But I don't think those things will happen within my lifetime. But being able to set up a world stage where we're able to collaborate and then expand interplanetary systems and such, where, you know, maybe a thousand years or ten thousand years from now, we'll have interstellar travel or We'll come up with a concept where we have cryogenic sleep and we don't care about going to sleep for thousands of years because you're going to hang out with friends anyways for a normal human lifetime anyways, right? Like, maybe that's a limitation we live with. And how do you think you are contributing to that goal or vision I'm of yours? I'm not an asshole. <laughs> what? I'm not an asshole. That's oh, how. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm not making life miserable for other people as right. far as I'm aware. Although, as, you as we mentioned before, like, um, struggles, you know, improves lives. So maybe we should be more assholey and then, you know, make people struggle so they overcome more. You know, maybe we're actually messing it up. Yeah, the people should, there should be designated antagonists in the world. Yes, yes of course. You need to overcome things to, become, to have heroes, you know? And heroes drive the story. Do you think the world needs, needs heroes? I mean, society as a whole does not need heroes. I mean, that's the point of society, right? Mm -hmm. It's so human. Normal humans could just do whatever and progress forward and keep helping society grow, keep adding to the repertoire of human knowledge. I mean, it's a great, very grand scale of things. So it's just like it doesn't really add much value to my single life as a whole. But that's also makes also like makes it so it's like okay, well, I can't fuck it up that bad, right? Just don't hurt people, okay? See, that's why that rule works. Don't commit murder. Yeah. It's a very good rule for all of society because no matter how long you live for, it's always going to be a good rule. Uh, I mean, like, it also makes problems because people don't follow that rule, like psychopathic people might not. Yeah, psychotic people might not. Yeah. People, yeah. Men basically, with mental illnesses, right? Yeah, the whole principle of do no harm. Yeah, well. Should I ask the other question, Robin? All right, what was the other question? <laughs> the other question is the one that you came up with. Oh, it's an optimization problem. But it's a fun optimization problem because it's, it's not, I don't think it's solvable within reason. Well, I do like your first spin on it. So if you were, if you had to be like reincarnated back in time from any time between the beginning of time until now, and you could only take back 
10 memories, what would you pick? What is your answer, Robin? Okay, so the first few memories will have to be based off survival, okay? And you have to optimize for, like, what large time periods are you most afraid of that you can't survive in, right? And modern day, you can survive with basically no knowledge of anything. That's the point, right? That's the point of having being in a first world country. Like, you go to public school, that's paid for, and you learn basic skills. You might not be able to live a great life, but at least you'll be able to eat and hopefully have a roof over your head. Maybe you'll be have, with, like, a bajillion roommates, but, I mean... <laughs> You still are rather rich in comparison to someone, like, living in, even, like, not poverty in the medieval ages, like, was pretty miserable kind of thing, right? Like, living in a world without modern healthcare is not that fun. So, those are the, th the things you have to think about is, like, how do I bring some knowledge about modern healthcare that'll make my life kind of not bad? And I think, like, having the idea of, oh... Being able to boil stuff like food and then drink the soup because of antibacterial properties of cooking things and like through heat, as well as be just making soap and things also for antibacterial purposes, will be probably good things to bring back with you. Just so because like I would want to live in a world where I like enjoy hot springs and like understand the properties of soap and shampoo, and like if I live in a world without that, I'd be a very sad boy. And then. I, you know, that would be so sad. You would only take in back a couple memories of survival? How? Why not all memories of survival? Because, like, the chances are you're going to be, if we just look at the probability of, you know, since, since the world, like, civilization is, not civilization, but people have been around, right? The chances of you being born in a, in a time period where there are no nice amenities and modern technology is pretty damn high. Yeah? Isn't that high? Yeah, I think so. I well, mean, I guess what what do you define as modern amenities, right? Uh, plumbing. Plumbing? Oh, okay, yeah, you definitely don't get any of that for a long time. <laughs> but I mean, people live without houses, you know. I think that's okay. So personally, I'm okay with no plumbing, honestly. So that limits want... you to oh. like 1600s. Uh, I mean, if you want to live in modern plumbing. I mean, you got lead pipes in Roman times, so I mean, they've had a lot of plumbing for a long time, but like small villages probably won't have it, and the odds are you probably be born, yeah, you know, in a, in a small, small village, village probably, right? Yep. But as long as it's near water, I mean, like I don't care about plumbing to be honest. I just want to be near, you know, a body of water which I could enjoy. And most villages are like that. There are only a few people that are, like, nomadic that won't see water that often. Like, okay. I think if I could shower once a week, I'll be happy, kind of thing. So what would the other eight memories be? I'm still really surprised that you only bring two that are related to survival. <laughs> That's a very key things, you know? Being able to not die from disease. No, no, no. my really question important. isn't that you are bringing it. My question is you're only bringing two. I'm surprised it's not all ten, no, I don't even know what other things are, like, worth bringing back, though. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I would just survive. Okay, maybe uh, how to make a fire. That's important, too. Yeah, how to make okay, a fire. Um, those are basic things that helps in no matter where you are, right? Like, how to make the tools to make the fire? Would that be part of the same memory of how to make a fire? I think knowing how to cook something, like, animal until it's done is pretty important. Oh, boil everything? 
or do you mean like actually knowing how to cook cook like oh this is the temperature at which it has to cook long enough for right would that be useful it would be for knowing like like I guess, like, do you want to enjoy eating food or not? <laughs> Is that important? Like, do you, you value just, eating? You were just planning on boiling everything in a pot. Yeah, basically, just boil everything, and then just like, yeah, boiled meats, yeah, boiled stew, and you have to drink the stew. Yeah, it's not that exciting of a life, but like, it's one uh, which you'll be at least living. I don't know if you want to live in that one though. I can see that it would be great if you knew how to get spices. But that's very, um, the odds of you being in a place with the exact spice knowledge of the spice that you want is very small. But I guess like, oh, one thing that'll be important is like how to preserve foods either through drying, fermenting, or through pickling. I think if I could treat, uh, wait, can I use that? Is that one experience for each of those? So that's three experiences? I feel like the experience you should take that I'm going to bring back just reading a survival book, Robin. I'm bringing back eight food experiences, okay? How to make skewers. <laughs> how to make noodles, like, from scratch. Like, how to do it from scratch, you know? I feel like these aren't That's experiences. I, I feel like you call it, like, read a, a survival book in one, one experience. Oh, okay. So I... Ten different, like, pieces of knowledge. Yes. Oh, would you want, would you want like, more experience, like... Less about the thing, but more like the feelings of how I felt kind of thing. I just feel like this is a, a question where all you're trying to do is optimize for survival. So what's the point? Oh, no, 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 no. I like, I think at the, my few memories that would be skill-based would be like how to make good food. Because those are the things I value, like that I enjoy. How to make an enjoyable life, right? Like I want to have, be able to take showers. I want to be able to eat good tasting food. I think those are the th two things... I will care at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't have anything for you. I think survival would be the only thing I would care about. What? Yeah. Has, I mean, you value something that you want to bring over, you know, like besides just surviving. No, because I'm pretty sure I would be just miserable. It's like... Well, yeah, so what things will make your life not miserable, right? That's the things you had to bring over. Like knowledge-wise, right? And... Don't tell me there's like a bajillion things you need back. Please, please, please tell me like there's a, only a, at most it's, ten things. Like here, here's the problem. Like women in society going anywhere mostly far back are not treated as people or as equals. And so my role and responsibility is pretty much child rearing, which I don't have any. And so that would be probably the experience I would bring back if I had it. Because... It is important to be able to figure out how to give birth without dying. And that's it, right? So it's survival. I don't think that back in most societies, a woman can easily survive on her own. I agree. I think that's true for most of history. I think the only option that was readily available for most of Europe as well as parts of Asia is going to a monastery, though. If that is an outcome that you would be wanting to protect, right? Your ability to... Um, Think and live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you want to, if you value those two things, then I think having the uh, knowledge that writing is important and like reading and such things that a monastery value, basically, 
like they they do it through scripture though, right? So basically, you just spend your whole day reading scripture. But at least you get a read. Like I guess it depends if you value reading and knowledge and stuff. Good, but you have to have access to those things, right? Well, wasn't everyone allowed to become a monk or nun? Like in Europe? Maybe. I really think it depends on your family. Your family really dictates what you do. Oh. I thought, like, you could just run away, though. <laughs> you can just run away. <laughs> Am I not right? Like, is that not an option? <laughs> like, if you, if you come back with memories, like, you get to choose, like, oh, that is an option, right? But I guess if you're, like, saying you're socially bound and obligated and you're going to feel that obligation, like, you won't even pursue that option, right? Yeah, especially because, I don't know... Even if you run away, there's a pretty good chance you'll get caught. I don't know. There's there's so many things that shackle you to just, like, things of the past. And so, I don't know. All the skills I would bring back are just survival. I think an important skill that women could use regardless of time frame, because I understand that it's patriarchal in general, um, but roles that weren't so patriarchal was inclusive of cooking and merchant class. So if you could do those things or choose to do, bring those memories back, then you have the options of, you know, becoming a merchant, traveling merchant kind of thing. Maybe you won't value that life. No. You can see so many interesting things. Cooking grow, and I'm like, yeah, I can bring back my skills of, you know, heating water and instant ramen. Yes, yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Oh my gosh. I just realized you don't actually cook. I used to. I don't actually anymore at all. Okay. 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 Yeah. I don't. I wonder if people would bring back experiences of like learning to cook and eat instant ramen. I don't know. Maybe though. Maybe that's enough inspiration to drive to act as a driving force to be like, I want to live a life where I could have preserved meats and foods. <laughs> Which you know, like that single thing could you know, launch a nation to do crazy endeavors. Perhaps. Yeah. I think, like, one thing that people underestimate, like, an average person underestimate is the influence of logistics and supplies and, like, bringing just certain luxury goods like tea or, like, coffee beans or something. Like, it drove nations to do crazy-ass things because... Some rich person was like, I want coffee or tea. Hmm. Yes. Maybe I should, would, I would bring it back a memory of enjoying tea. I think that would be it. Hmm. So you would be that crazy rich person that would launch a war yes. to get Being tea like, plantations. Would, yes, <laughs> Land. Excellent. Yes. It's back to the Civ game. Robin has declared war mm. because he wants your resources. I want the tea leaves, okay? It's very important. Tea leaves and... I mean, would you want to live a life with coffee? I mean, I would. I think I, I'm happy with that. Oh, how about chocolate? Would you want to have memories of chocolate being a thing? Mm, I don't think that would matter. You don't think that would improve your life if you knew that this random thing existed? That you could possibly reproduce using net resources that you have at hand? I don't think so. Wait, could you, what happens if you make, like, do the same process of fermenting other types of beans? 
Can you make like a chocolate kind of thing? But it just tastes disgusting. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, well, someone should try it. You can try it, Robin. Good luck. Oh god, I'm going to try making chocolate from like from Coffee a pinto beans. beans. Yeah. I'm going. To, oh god, so dry out the beans, or maybe I could ferment them. Do you think fermenting will make it taste any good? No, oh. but I think you should try. Uh, this is exactly how I die, isn't it? I'm going to die from food poisoning. Of my own accord. Death for, by fermentation. For, for the science, Robin. For the betterment of the world. So uh, in my next lifetime, <laughs> I'll bring the memory of this conversation. <laughs> so that people in the future will learn from your mistakes. Society better. Yeah. I always imagine, like, thinking about, like, who thought tea or coffee was a good idea, right? Like, who the heck... Was like I will. Ha I have this water, and I'm gonna put stuff in it, like whatever I can find, and just put it in it. Like I really wonder who was the first guy to be like, I'm gonna add this, because that guy was very ambitious. He must have tried a lot of things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like the other thing that really confuses me: who the heck tried like sea urchin? Who thought that would be good? You know, it confuses me. I'm confused. I think. I think. So many human beings out there. Someone's got to try it, right? Oh my God. And then the entire society benefits from it. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Thank you, all humans. Yes. Thank you for your noble sacrifices. Agreed. Oh my goodness. Uh, we wouldn't have delicious food it's without true. it. It's true. Thank you, people who have gotten parasites from eating raw fish. So that we could enjoy sashimi today. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think I'll, I would mostly bring food memories. Yeah, how to make foods, how to enjoy food. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't know. I I guess like the emotions of like day to day things and experiences within my lifetime. I feel like I'm really general. Like. Oh, I'm happy. I was happy because you know I graduated or whatever thing, right? Like, okay, well, I think I'll just be happy regardless because of the values of the society that I'm in, right? Or sad because of so. If I'm a woman, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if you're a woman, it's gonna suck for most of history. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Heck, it still sucks today. So I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Like I feel like we have a lot more freedoms nowadays. And well, yeah. some places, some places in the world. Okay. Yeah. Not all yeah. places. No, definitely not. Um, I feel like a lot of Africa is still like not in a good place. Yeah. Like with stories you hear about, like, yeah, people being kidnapped all the time, mostly women and children. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's rough. I I don't know. Yeah. Or you could learn skills of becoming an assassin. <laughs> Dude, because, like, a woman assassin sounds pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good life. You get whatever you want. Let's go stab, stab. It works until you get pregnant, I think. Or become a witch. Mm. I think, yeah, depending on the century, you might be burned alive or yeah. pelted with stones. Yeah, that was a weird time. Yeah. yeah. Pelted with stones? Yeah, more likely. Sounds I don't know. It feels rough. so weird that witches were burnt at the stake, because for centuries before that, like they were treated as like wise people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> fuck them. That's it. Yeah. 
like, what? 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 That's society for you. And sometimes how they treat women. What a coin flip. Yep. I don't know. What? Yeah, this is a really tough problem if you have to imagine it coming from a, as like, not as a male. Yeah, because I think if you come it from, if you come from the perspective of a woman, your main role in life is to give birth. That's your only true purpose, really, throughout most of history. Of course, there's, there are obviously, like, women that don't do that, but I think it's, it's really how society continues to flourish, right? More children, yeah. more people. Yeah. What if you bring knowledge back about human cloning? Right? <laughs> eh? Seems good, right? And you're able to make babies. Exactly, right? This would be good. I don't have that knowledge. Are you suggesting Oh, uh, no. That? Yes, you have to learn to be a doctor before you reincarnate, Karen. Oh, okay. You learn... need to learn how to clone everything and all the steps in between. Oh, learn yeah. it now. And then you'll be safe because you won't need to actually bear children because yeah. you'll clone yourself. Yeah. Boom. Done. Easy. We're problem solved. You'll have an army of little Karen clones. Okay. Oh, God. In so, every lifetime you go, you'll be like, shit, I'm going to make more. Boom. I feel like the Karen meme was start so much earlier. Than you already called him Karen. Come on. <laughs> call him whatever you want. But yeah. <laughs> See, isn't this... See, so important to learn skills in this lifetime, just in case they transfer over, right? So uh, you're saying that my if, if I'm going to be preparing for this life, I should stop what I'm doing right now and just immediately try to learn how to clone human beings. You don't need to stop. I mean, there's enough time in your day where you could actually study and work, you know? It's called the weekend. Um, I work over the weekends. Well, too bad. You have to be... You gotta space some time for your pursuit of human cloning. cloning? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll schedule yes. that in. How about that? Just at least two hours every week. You know, I think eventually you'll be have accumulate enough knowledge to be like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. <laughs> I don't know if two hours a week is enough for me to understand how the science works behind cloning. And actually, I'm pretty sure there's some really, really intricate things around it. Because well, it's, it's kept secret, right? It's not like this is open knowledge. Is it not? I don't know, dude. I've never looked this up. I don't think so. Huh. It's also like slightly banned with the actual practice of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Because uh, it's inhumane right now. Because, mm -hmm. uh, as you know, cloning animals in general makes them inferior of the original. And they're not able to reproduce and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would take a full-time work to do it. Is this how people get reborn as witches? <laughs> yes. This is exactly how it sounds like. Yes. Like, wait, how do they make so many clones of themselves? I feel like this is the start of a horror game. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Is there anything else you would like to cover, Robin? No, this this problem sucks as, as a woman. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you recognize it. What about, like, being good at knowing how to create products for women, like makeup and dyeing and things, like dye, clothes dyes and stuff? Would that be important? That that's, follows under, like, what women are good at in those time periods, right? Mm -hmm. So you could gain some power within your realm that is very small. 
within your own list, Bob, it is still expected of you to get married and have children, even if you're successful, I think. Are there ways to avoid that? I don't know in society. That's always been the case up until the where populations have really didn't need to grow as much, right? Okay. Like, what, yeah. what's the number of average of children women had throughout the entire time humans been alive? Uh, pretty low, wasn't it? Just like, because like they died. Yeah, no, but that, I'm <laughs> counting each one that they are like born. Oh no, I mean like women died during childbirth. Oh yeah, women. So died like, it wasn't like high. It's just that. But also, the like, children would yeah. die. I would say. Oh, yeah, I mean, so. everyone died. <laughs> This is a problem, okay? A lot of time, in a lot of periods of history, we don't understand how anything works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, understand how any of that worked or how we managed to survive as a civilization. That's kind of crazy, isn't it, huh? Right. Yeah. Because, like, if you're, like, an animal that's, like, let's say, a dog or something, you just give birth and they can walk. Yeah. But humans, they can't walk. Nope. Their brains are too big for their for anything. And they just can't do anything. So literally have to take care of them for like a whole year before they can actually even like crawl and stuff, right? I guess they're gonna start crawling in what like six months or something? Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah. But like, yeah, if you, you can't just be like, Oh, you can crawl? <laughs> Good luck. I mean, is that how people were? Mm -hmm. I guess like back in the day you just like Worked from your house, right? Yeah. Like you made baskets or whatever you, things you needed at home, and you would take care of the child at home. So you just let them do whatever, right? You don't really need to teach them to walk or anything. They'll just learn to walk. So I guess you don't need to worry about that. True. Wait, will they? Wait, do you need to teach a child to walk? Oh my god, I would make such a bad parent right now. Yeah, you do. Well, you need to encourage it, watch over it. You can't just like leave the child alone and do work. And not be like, you reach your food, otherwise you'll starve. Yeah, all of the oh, above. Shit. Huh? So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Child rearing is, is pretty much a full-time job. Okay, so you're going to bring back 10 experiences of child rearing, okay, and parenting? Got it. Perfect. <laughs> what? I will bring back 10 experiences about eating food. <laughs> this is a very fair society. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Don't worry, I'll bring you tea. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> you will enjoy tea and crumpets or something. <laughs> Thank you. Is this not fair? Is this not a fair trade? I don't know. It's as fair as ever back then, I guess. Oh my gosh. So the question is, if you brought back knowledge, is there any way you could get enough power where it's like, you'll be happy? Like, is there a way to become a first-class citizen as a... As a, woman? as a woman yeah is there probably like not. how much power do you really like do you need right and would you be willing to do that like i think like if a woman had a lot of wealth yeah but then you would also have people like that would f kind of force you to marry them right but you could marry someone of your own choosing and you could make them agree to you if you are in any way in power right Right, but how would you accumulate wealth? Because I'm pretty sure parents pretty much dictate everything, including who you were to be wed to by the time you're like three or four. Bring knowledge that can be... Wait, hmm. 
what's how do people become rich right now? Some being able to sell the copyright of something that produces value. That's how people become rich, right? Make vaccinations. Mm. Is, is that one way? Insulin. Good food. Just good food. All right, all right. Because if you're able to make good food, you can sell good food. Mm, good food. Make pancakes. Learn how to make pancakes. How about that? I feel like people would be happy if they I, had pancakes. I like how Robin's like solution is, all right, woman, just go back and be in the kitchen. No, no, no. I want these <laughs> memories for myself. I'm okay with making pancakes for myself. Good pancakes. That'll be fluffy. But you need sugar. Sugar is hard. Mm. Food is important, Karen. Surviving Wait. is kind of important, too. If I was a woman, would I just bring 10 experience of food? Maybe. I think I would just bring food regardless. I think that's my conclusion. Food is important. Although I still want shampoo. Yes, food and shampoo. That's very important. All right, I think mm. we should wrap this up. All right, cool. This was Robin. And this is Karen. Thank you.